Today on another chilling episode of Real Ghost Stories Online that 9 out of 10 dog owners agree. At night, their fluffy friends are probably practicing satanic rituals around their beds while they sleep, summoning the spirits of Beelzebub and his many demons to steal their souls and while making their human owners slaves to dogs. You know, I thought that for a long time. Moving on, when a beloved mother passes away unexpectedly, did her spirit come back to visit each of her five living children? And if so, what did the bizarre sign she left mean? We'll find out today on another chilling, cold, dark, disturbing, and at times heartwarming, in a really sick way, episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. 855-853-4802. Yes, the number to call 24-7 to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them. You can do it completely anonymously as well. Uh, and if you like the show, you want access to all the extras that we have out there, like the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, all of our ghost stories for the last many, 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 many years. Um, all of it commercial free, all the episodes commercial free. You get advanced episodes of the show before they come out to the public. You get our EPP bonus episodes, which are exclusively to our EPP members uh, with some of our best stories on all that every week, every day, extra stuff, all ad free. Get signed up at ghostpodcast.com. Uh, or if you like Patreon, the link is right there on the website, ghostpodcast.com. You can sign up on the site or take the Patreon link there at ghostpodcast.com. It's uh, Tony and Harper with you on today's episode of the program. Mm, middle school and finally entering into that world. Yeah. Um, lockers. Yes, lockers. The size of a small dog and with no locks. Well, I've been trying to prepare her a little bit uh, throughout this. I'm just like, Dad, I'm going to middle school. I'm like, I know you are. I, I, that's great. That'll be, uh, that'll be a new change. I'm, I've been excited. And, and she heard the word locker. So, of course, she's picturing the big you know, high school type locker. I was expecting like half of that, like a little bit smaller than that, but not to the smallest. It's like a gym locker. It's a gym locker is what it is. Smaller. No, it's about a gym locker. You could fit this plant in it at the most. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I get it. You're you're really kind of thinking you're going to have this big locker and all that. And it's going to, I was at least thinking I could fit my backpack. It's going to be saved by the bell and, Gonna no, go to the no, max no, no, no. and no, I'm no, kidding. I, w- I was at least thinking I could fit my backpack in there. Yeah. Well, nope, I, I, you not know, even I, that. I was too. not even not even a book. I was thinking maybe it'd be like the double lockers where you could get a backpack in up or down on it, you know. But no, yeah, they, they, they are thinking. they are like pretty trainer lockers. They're really small. <laughs> it's like if a locker could have training wheel, that's that's what it would be. But uh no, you get new building my and cubbies were bigger than that last year. Yeah. No, nope. way bigger. No, there you go. I'm disappointed. It's uh, it's it's teaching you about um uh, economics. There, it, it's teaching you that uh, when times go down a little bit, then then things kind of downsize and you got to kind of roll with the punches. Uh, not exp- you don't know when things are going to change, but that's why you got to kind of get yourself more secure. Big lesson there, and just that little locker. Like I will literally start to protest. Like we need bigger lockers. 
Well, there you go. You can learn how to uh, get into a protest movement as yeah, well. Yeah, I will. There's so many things you can learn. The more you know, Harper, the I more you know. I would love to do that. I would love to be into a protest me- movement of bigger lockers for the fourth graders. And you could do it if you're not allowed to do it on school property. You can do it at the cemetery across the street. <laughs> yeah. And yes. um, yeah, just make all sorts of like horrible uh, signs that somehow relate to the dead people in the cemetery. <laughs> the dead people want like these, lockers. like these people died for bigger lockers. There's something, something <laughs> like that. Whose side are you on? That'd be great. And there's just you what marching up and down the side of the road at the cemetery. <laughs> protesting. You can put that on your uh, college application where it's like, what, what kind of a charitable things? Well, I don't know if it's a charity, but it was a protest movement for bigger lockers in fourth grade. <laughs> I, made, in. I made horrible puns to the dead people <laughs> in the cemetery <laughs> to garner up attention. And eventually, I got a bigger locker. None of the other kids did, but the kids just the the, the school just wanted me to stop <laughs> because it was causing problems for traffic and people who trying to visit the funeral. So you know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Love that. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first story. It says, my mother passed away a while ago, and they said that uh, sometimes you'll get some sort of sign to let you know that they're okay. My mother passed away, and I am the youngest of five kids. next 24 hours, we all encountered our own encounter with something that could not be explained. My oldest brother that night was smoking weed and listening to the radio. He said the radio kept on moving to a station with no radio signal. He said it happened a couple of times that night. My next older brother was outside at night, and there was no wind at all. He was on my mom's back porch when the wind chime started to ring. He said it lasted a good 30 seconds and said there was absolutely no wind. My sister, she encountered her doll case door open, and one of the dolls fell on the floor. There's no way it can open up on its own as the door sticks, and you have to put a little little bit into it to open the door. My next brother to me was staying with my mom because of Marshall, um, oh, sorry, marital matters. Uh, he was sleeping and he said it was about 3 a.m. when he was awoken up to his printer turned on and printing blank pages. My encounter was quite different than the others because I had two encounters. The first one was that night. My mom passed away. I was at my home and had the kitchen light on when all of a sudden the bulb blew. And then when I went to turn on the outside light and the light blew out also, but the encounter... And that kind of convinced me it was mom. It was the day we buried her. And we did the burial, the luncheon. We all had drinks. Well, that night I went to bed. I was dreaming and all of a sudden my mom appeared right in my dream. Appeared right in my dream. I remember taking it to her and the first thing I said to her, how is this heaven? She only replied with, go through the doors. I said, what do you mean? She said again, go through the doors. I instantly woke up and looked at the clock and it was 1.11 a.m. The next night I went to bed and I was dreaming. The door appeared in my dream. I woke up and looked at the clock and it read 1.11 a.m. The next day I went to the store and paid with cash. The girl gave me back change and it was 1.11. I just thought it was coincidence, but about a couple months later I went to Las Vegas for a military reunion. I really do not gamble that much, but we went out that night and came back to the resort. 
I was sitting at the bar having some drinks and playing the games at the bar, and I was not paying attention. I was playing just so I did not have to pay for drinks. I was playing, not paying attention. Just hitting the spin button every now and then so it looks like I'm playing and is not just drinking. I was looking at the TV above the bar and just hitting the spin button when I heard these bells and whistles. It startled me and I looked down and I I hit the jackpot. It was over $200,000. People came over and were telling me congratulations. I don't know about my days, but it was January 11th. I'm not sure if it had anything to do with my dream or waking up at that one time in my encounter with my mom in my dream. I was telling the story to someone and they recommended, let's look up what 111 means. We looked it up and it reads angel numbers. 111 signifies the manifestation of wealth and prosperity. Well, angel numbers, I've been seeing 222 a lot. So, What what does that mean in uh, in angel numbers? What does two 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 mean? It's better than six six six. I know for sure. Uh, a message of hope, a representative balance, harmony, life choices, commitment, compromise, and trust. That's what two 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 means. I've been seeing it like almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. The number of the beast is mentioned in the Book of Revelations. <laughs> it's the answer for six six six. So there you go. Is there three, three, three? Is that an angel number? Um, Let's find out what it means. It should be teaching this in fourth grade. Yeah. In a nutshell, saying three, three, three means that your prayers are coming true. And angels who bring you this number are there for you. Well, that sounds like a Hallmark card there. Almost. Your prayers are coming true. And the angels who bring you this number are there for you. I should just start like posting. Like, just, like, putting, like, little stickers of 222 all around the house. Mm-hmm. So our house is now blessed. Well, that's, isn't it, isn't that, the, oh, the 111's the what? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. I like that. Uh, 444 is a sign that one should keep faith and that angels are watching over Wait, one. Wait, what's 111? 111 is the prosperity one that the story was based on. Oh. A 555 can mean a change heading your way. Um... Um, yeah, I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I get 666 a lot. Um, yeah, he does. It's, it's scary how much. Now it, it's, it is. And, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know. I talk, it's probably talking to a lot of people that are involved with things and horrible. I don't know. Horrible thing. No, not that, that they are doing horrible things, but they're, you know, investigating and such. Like but, and the I mean, reporter from Amityville. But it, it's bizarre. I mean, it's seriously like sometimes I'm just like, I'll check audience numbers for the day. And see where downloads are at. And so many times it's like 666 straight is somewhere in the equation. Um, so, you know, it'll be like like 58, you know, 56,666,000 or so, you know, um, something like that where you'll have it, it intermingled. In we there. had it the other day at the Chinese buffet. What did we have? It was our total? No, um, it was like you were checking something on your phone. Oh yeah, it was like it was like a PayPal balance or something like that. Yeah. I, was, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I mean, I get that. I, I do see it on bank statements a lot. Um, but again, there's a lot of numbers on bank statements, and I, we'd be interested to kind of see how many times it's three 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 or two 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 there. But the, the six 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 is what you know we all gravitate to. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I feel like I get it Too more often. more more today these days um, than before I ever did this show. I don't know if I'm just more attuned to it because the mind does work that way as well. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online. Um, it says, uh, hello, uh, it's Felicia. I'd like to provide some updates regarding some occurrences that took place after the day my dad and I heard a growl in our basement. After that day, the lamp next to my bed would turn itself on, usually at around 5 in the morning. This is the time I wake up to get ready for work. First, I thought it was an electrical problem. This was an old lamp, after all. So I switched my old lamp with the more recent purchased one, and nothing changed. Then, while lying down one night, the sound of someone breathing resonated throughout my room. I spent the next few minutes distracting myself by internet surfing until drowsiness set in. Next morning, I said, I don't mind you turning on the light, but you did kind of freak me out when you were breathing out loud. Do you even need to breathe? If you want to stay in your room, you need to follow the rules here. One, don't breathe. Make any strange noises, throw things, or do anything too crazy. Two, do not scare or harass my cat, friends, or relatives, because that's just rude. If you can follow these two simple rules, you're welcome to be in my house as a roommate. The next few weeks, the light turning on was the only daily occurrence. Unfortunately, I would also wake up to the glaring light on weekends, too. I said, thank you for helping me wake up in the morning. I really appreciate it. I do not work weekends, though, and would love to have some extra sleep. The lamp only turned on Monday through Friday afterwards until one day it just stopped. There were no longer cold spots in my room. Mom asked if my friend was still around, and I said, no, he left. The next morning, I heard a voice say, I'm back. Later on, I exchanged the old lamp for one I received as a Christmas gift. It has a knob switch that adjusts the lamp's brightness, and for a few days, it stayed off. One morning, the lamp was switching brightness settings erratically, as if he was trying to say, see, I can figure this out, too. Now we're back to our daily routine. Recently, he roamed around the house when everyone is up. The atmosphere is lively. One night, Mom wanted to watch TV but could not find the remote anywhere. After a few minutes searching with Dad, they turned around and it was suddenly on the couch. Well, we watched TV together that night. Finally, after a night of drinking and band practice, Dad sent me a video. Mom shot with her phone. Very brief clip of Dad playing his stand-up bass while Mom is laughing in the background. Of course, we listened to it at high volume over and over again while laughing. Then I asked, hey, did you guys have a friend over that night? He said no. Why? I responded with, there's a male voice in the background. I wanted to tell him that voice sounded like it came from the same individual that growled in the basement and is currently hanging out in my room. You can only say so much before hearing someone laugh while you say, oh, you. I'm going to send the file to you guys. You may have to turn it up to hear it. Other than that, the voice should be clear. At the very end of this letter, I uh, entered what Dad and I had heard. Avoid reading our interpretation before listening to your recording. This way, your interpretation will not be derived from the power of suggestion. The events I'll write about next involve someone who's been around my life for a while, my grandpa. Thank you for taking the time to read this. I apologize for how lengthy it is. Have a good day. You there? 
Well, I got chills down my back. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can find this audio. Please don't. We'll, uh, we'll take a I'm not going to sleep tonight. A little trip down memory lane. And let's see here. It's, it's searching. It's looking. Yeah, I'm not getting, I'm not getting it to pull up. Um, but that would be good. Cause I was controlling it with my mind, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in, in reality though, it's, it's really, you know, that would be a very creepy uh, experience to have and to, to hear that and, and I mean you you can tell you know the the vocal tones of someone and you know you, you would just know that that there wasn't somebody there that should be fitting that but you're picking it up it's interesting I know but like the whole like like set of rules for the room I, I thought I thought that was kind of funny and then the rest of the story was kind of creepy and the rules for the what Rules for being oh, a yeah. roommate. Yeah, here's what you need to do. Follow this and we'll be okay. Yeah. It was... Make me pizza bagels every morning. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up. Ding! It's ready. Let's uh, go to uh, another caller. 855-853-4802 is the phone number to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to this one. Hi. Hi, Tony. Um, this is Ty. I, um, I reached out to you via Instagram and uh, you responded back with the, this phone number. Um, so the, the the stories that I wanted to talk about were, were like uh, quite a few. Um, so what, uh, one of them were, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I've, I've never really done this before, but uh, look, we even talked about it. So um, one of them was the first encounter was uh, when I was uh, uh, three and 92 and uh, my grandmother um, had passed away uh, suddenly at night and um, I um, I remember waking up and uh, going downstairs and and seeing my dad uh, fixing the car uh, he wasn't really fixing the car he was just checking the car because um, he had to um, 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 go get my um, my uncle um, from another city that he lived in. Uh, it was like a few hours away, so he was checking like the water and stuff like that. At least that's what I remember. And uh, then um, I walked over to my grandparents' house, which was uh, literally next door. Um, uh, and uh, I saw my... Uh, grandmother dead and uh, there was like my other uncles and my mom and everybody was around and uh, nobody was really talking to me or nobody was even acknowledging me even when I went downstairs to the garage and um, and saw my dad he didn't really acknowledge me I saw him crying and everything and then years later um, I brought it up to my mom and she said that I was really never there, and it, I, I was like I never went downstairs. I never done anything. I but everything that I described for her was exactly how it happened, and and that's when she told me about like my dad was leaving because when I told her like 
no, I saw my dad. Like, he was literally fixing the car and stuff. And she was like, you were never there. And my dad was like, you were never there. But I remember vividly seeing him. Because it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. And again, I was it was a 92. And I was born in 88. So, um, um, then... And, and and she was like, I would I would have never like let you go to your grandparents' house, and and it made sense because like I, when I was talking to my dad, he never acknowledged me or he didn't even say don't go to your grandparents' house or anything like that because you know like a parent would have done that or at least my parents because they're like super protective, but he didn't stop me or anything, and I don't remember anything after when I saw my grandmother passed away with everybody around her. Um, that was that's that was one of the first thing that i remember then um after um uh, another thing that happened um, a few years ago uh, is that um i kept having a, a recurring dream of a um like somebody that uh, my, my my mom's uncle and i kept waking up and i was like telling my husband i'm like hey i i had a weird dream about like older man um, laying on a couch um, with his head um, on somebody's lap you know like when you sit like when somebody's laying down and like you put your head on somebody's lap or some, something like that and I can see it uh, every day I, I had that dream and then um, I had a dream of uh, a person uh, of the same person uh, being put like and you know, like into the coffin and everything, and uh, and it was like vivid. Well, he lives in a different country, um, and so I called my mom and I was like, "Hey, mom, like I've been having those dreams again." She never told me about him because, like, my entire life I've only seen him three times, maybe. And when I told her, I was like, "Hey, I had this dream," and she sent me pictures of. Um, her uncle before he passed away like the few days like he was like very ill um, and he literally was um, uh, laying on the couch with his lap on his uh, with his uh, head on um, his wife's lap and like she was like you know like caressing his hair and stuff and it was exactly what I saw in my dream and then she also sent me like a few pictures of like uh, you know, the funeral and stuff, and it was exactly how I had envisioned it, or not envisioned, like how I saw it in my dream, and exactly what I told my husband. And that happened like days before it actually happened. And so when I was telling my husband, I was like, hey, I have a dream about this and that. And then when I showed him the pictures uh, from my, my my mom, it was exactly the same, and it was like really, really freaky. Um, another thing Again, I had like I have a lot a lot of encounters and stuff. Um, one of the um, uh, another story was um, I lived alone in a house at my parents' house for a while because they were out of town and uh, they had um, um, my 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 aunt has um, given a, uh, um, a, a a ring with with uh, with a certain uh, rock. It's not really a crystal, but it's like some type of rock that. Um, um, that um, like it, it, it's a long story. Like I can tell you all about it, but, but it's like um, it's like you can buy like certain rings or certain thing with a certain rock in it, and that rock it would have like a, not necessarily a demon, but it, it's it, it's like an entity that will um, help you either like 
progress in life or whatever the case may be and um, and you have to sleep on it um, uh, to see if the 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 entity in that in that ring matches your personality or um, like if it's okay with you and uh, she has given it to my my dad and my, my dad slept on it and he had like terrible 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 nightmares and so he just threw it away years later i was like oh my god mom i like that ring can i take it she's like well sure and she was like but it's one two three four and i was like okay so i slept on it and i had like really really good dreams and so i started wearing it um again like i don't want to worry about the details and stuff and so i started wearing it but then i did something very wrong and 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 you're not supposed to take it into an unholy place which is like in a, like a bathroom or something like that which is considered like unholy or like it's not um and, and so i took it there and and then um, I started having like a lot, a lot of issues, and I really didn't never kn- knew about it, like being ha- like, don't take it to the bathroom or something like that. And so I started having like really, really like bad encounters, and like in my life. And so I took off the ring, and and I put it on a, um, um, oh my God, um, a, a bookshelf uh, uh, in the living room, and our main entry is the the kitchen, and so. I put it in that uh, room and I started hearing things at night and stuff like that. But I never really cared because I was like, I'm alone, maybe the house settling or whatever the case may be. So uh, one time I walked into the, the house again, my parents, all of them are out of town. I'm the only one that has a key. Um, I walked in and there were crumbs um, in, uh, leading all the way to that bookshelf. And uh, I was like, okay, maybe we have a rat. Called people, nothing. There was no rat. There wasn't anything. Um, long story short, uh, my my mom came back from out of town, and uh, the same thing happened with her. Uh, she's starting seeing not only crumbs, but like even pieces of like 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 she would see like her watch or 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 like a ring or something and it's all leading to that um to that bookshelf again that bookshelf is in it like it's a it's a second living room so it's not really um something that is used again we never had any rat problems or anything at all of that nature um, um another and then uh, like uh, uh, like it's, it's it's a lot of like things that have happened with with, with that um and then um another thing uh, that happened um or another story um uh we we had to go like um, um we stayed at my um aunt's house for a few days because we were going out of town and we were leaving the country again um it all um, almost all always happened in the middle east where we, we used to live and my dad used to work i'm in texas now um uh, so we we left our house just because you know like we locked it we locked it up like getting ready to, to leave so we didn't want to stay there for the last few days so we went to my aunt's house and so in my aunt's house my aunt again was um out of town but she was out of town like she was going coming back so um we literally like uh, 
just stayed like we slept in the living room that's like how uh, temporary it was because it was literally four days and so uh, during that time uh, there was um I don't want to like it's not a living room but it's like dining room living room area with glass doors and every day at night um, um, every night I mean um, there is a black cat in there again that room only had like four doors and three windows three windows even have a, a screen on it so we saw the cat, the black cat. I swear to God, all of this, like, it's it's, it's fucked up. Uh, and I saw the, we saw the, I saw the black cat, and I was like, Mom, like, she was living in, in another room, and I was like, Mom, there's a black cat. I don't know what to do. And so we unlocked that 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 living room again. Everything was locked. Up. We unlocked it to see if, like, you know, so she, there will be no droplings and stuff. So we walked into that uh, living room slash dining area, and there was no cat. We looked under chairs. We pulled everything. We pulled the furniture. Everything, nothing. We checked all the room. Uh, we checked all the windows and everything. Everything was the way it is. Like there was no broken. Um, a window there was no broken screen on the windows there was like no entry um and then we walked in nothing during the day we walked in the, the we walked in the, the next night the next morning i mean there was nothing like we walked in because you know we wanted to see like with the daylight and everything there was nothing no sign of a cat there was no sign of droplings or anything so you can say like you know like a cat might might have gotten in and got stuck so there must be troublings or stuff nothing same thing the, the, at night there was the cat the black cat again we walked in inside right away as soon as we saw it there was no black cat and when i'm telling you those houses like they're not even wet they're like uh, uh, like built with actual bricks and cement and so we kept seeing it literally every single night and we couldn't find it and we never found it and we left and we really never found it. And that's where that cuts off, I'm guessing. It is. It's exactly where it cuts off. Okay. So from what I heard, it's this like part of the story was this ring that you sleep on and apparently it's just like this like entity that chooses like if they're gonna like give you good luck or bad luck or something is that something you can get on uh that sounds uh, very cult-like on ebay or that sounds very cult-like amazon i don't know if it's a cult or a, a belief or like some something. sort of like weird belief of like a group of people very cult-like yeah i i don't know that uh i would uh, necessarily go down that road it's just to neither would i think that that's a good thing and then the black cat could have been just like it it's, could have been. It's I mean, night. It it yeah. could have just been like a weird shadow, you know. A weird coincidence. Because like there's stuff like that. There, there like, is like yeah. shadows of like a vase of mm-hmm. or like I don't know like I I anything honestly, yeah anything. Yeah, and there's a lot of possibilities. I think there with that story, creepy, but a lot of possibilities. I got like a weird tapping on my shoulder during that story. Well, that's exciting. I feel really weird in this room right now. I don't know why. It's really? Just, yeah. 
Like, huh. really weird. Well, uh, you know, gotta get the demon away out. Whoever is here, if you are here, please leave. <laughs> Where's our equipment? I don't know. It's, I think it's in another room. It's Vigo right over there. He's a Carpathian. <laughs> He's, uh, but he likes kittens. Vigo loved kittens. He did? did? He did. He was a kitten lover. Loved kittens. Wait, are, are, you, are you joking right now? Or are you? No. Really? Vigo the Carpathian was a kitten I'm lover. I'm going to sleep with bubbles tonight, okay? You can look it up. Was Vigo the Carpathian a kitten lover? And you'll you will Well, you find... have that fake kitten over there. Well, you have to realize first that Vigo the Carpathian was never a real person. Um, and But he did love kittens. That's the, the the character. That's what they talked about in the movie Ghostbusters 2. I believe there was some line about Vigo loving kittens. I don't quote movies because I don't know lines. He loved kittens. And I find it annoying. But sometimes it's just kind of funny to, to find those things. All right. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. What Sign up at that out, another, another show. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to get access to all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, and more. And it's all commercial free. Just go to ghostpodcast.com. Sign up your Patreon there as well. The link is at ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, for Harper, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Hey, you got a crazy family? We want to hear all about it. Got a brand new podcast. It's called My Crazy Family. And boy, we know there are some stories out there. And sometimes it just makes you feel better to get it off your chest or to hear about somebody else's crazy family. It lets you know that maybe yours isn't as nuts as you thought. Yeah, the bar gets set pretty damn high. Trust me. You can call (laughs) in your stories right now at 1-833-CRAY-FAM. That's 1-833-CRAY, C-R-A-Y-F-A-M. Or write in your story at the website crazyfampod.com. That's crazyfampod.com. And by the way, you don't have to use your real name. It's totally okay if you just want to make up names, but you just need to get rid of this information. We are your place. You're not going to believe what you will hear on this podcast and the insane things that some families have put their loved ones through. 1-833-CRAY-FAM or write in at crazyfampod.com. Stay tuned for our official launch date. And start getting us those stories right now. Crazyfampod.com. My. My. Crazy. Crazy. Family. Family. My. Crazy. Family. Family.